Over. Over. Overstanding. Overstanding. We back. Hey. Oh Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Yes, sir. How you been, man? You know, it's been a long time coming, man. Uh, I'm just uh, in a space where I'm trying to take care of myself more these these days. That's good. Uh, I've been investing in my education oh, more these days. Nice, nice. Uh, and, you know, in general, man, I'm just trying to be a healthier person. You know what I'm saying? All the way around. So, with that being said. Mind, body, and soul, most right? Most definitely. I'm, I'm active on all of these levels. And, uh you know, I'm seeing the benefits. I'm feeling the benefits. I like that. I'm, I'm experiencing the benefit. I like that. Yeah, so. I like that. What are, what are some of the things, you know, to our viewers that are watching, what are some pointers or some ways that you're you're keeping your mind, body, and soul right? Um, right now, I'm fasting, trying to fast from cursing, but I'm doing a horrible job at it. I mean, but yeah. I'm also uh, been dry for the last nine days oh really yeah going, okay. going for a 21 day little no plan. cursing no cursing no drinking oh okay yeah, 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 yeah. oh okay serious yeah, yeah yeah serious so that's you know um they say all things in moderation and then they also say you know you, you should do something like uh pause every once in a while you know is there a reason why you decided to do this uh just a challenge you know me and my wife kind of keep it um keep like it competitive keep it keep it interesting but you know in initiating challenges every once in a while, so I like you that. know I like especially if it's a challenge that feeds your soul, your For body. Sure. You know, not just no frivolous like no shave November or whatever. Right, no way. Right, no way. We're gonna no, I like that. I like that. A little bit more, more in depth. Right. So it seems like you know you're doing good. Yep. For sure. Some good spirit. Yep. Good For energy. Sure. Yep. For sure. So that's good. We can't we can't complain. You know. Talk to me about your situation, brother. How you doing? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling blessed. Yes. You know, I'm in a great space. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been um I've been doing a lot of reading. Respect you that. Know, a, a particular book that I've been reading, I advise that everybody should read this book. It's called. Uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. I've read that. That book, no lie, if you read that book, that book will change your life. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? It, it first, it, it teaches you, the first half of the book teaches you how to work on yourself. Mm -hmm. And then the second half of the book teaches you how to work with others. Mm -hmm. And it also teaches you how to communicate. Yes, sir. Most importantly. And that's the best way you can get things done by communicating. So I've really been reading that book and taking notes and I advise everyone. I'm telling you, if you pick up that book and you read it and you really put in some time, you, you'll see the benefits. You know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, hell yeah. But other than that, other That's than that, I've been doing good. Um, this past weekend, you know, my wife went out of town to go see her brother. Okay. So it was just me and the little man. Love. And we got to uh, do some bonding and, you know, went, went for a little walk, watched movies, you know. I was able to check in with my cousin. Shout out to my cousin Nelson. He just bought a crib. Yeah, That's congratulations. congratulations. That's congratulations. Huge. Yeah, shout um, out, shout out. Oh yeah. oh yeah, I always love it. I always love it when I hear that, you know, we're becoming owners. Yeah. You know I mean? We've rented for so long. Assets over you know? liability. Right. Shout out on your leisure too. Right, right. And we're, and we're slowly, you know, learning the game. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I would wish that all my people's you know, become, you know, owners and hold assets, but, you know, it'll happen. Yeah. You know, it'll happen. Especially, especially when they uh, get the game on how to be in position. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, I just wanted to shout him out. They were able to go out there. I was uh see his place, you know, 
he of course welcomed me with open arms. You know, it was it was just great. I felt welcome, felt like you know that was an extension of my house. So that's love. You know, I like that. But um, other than that, man, just just being great, man, feeling good, yes, family sir. good, little one growing, okay, family growing in many ways. You yes, know? sir. So hey. Can't complain, brother. All right, all right. But well, there was something I did want to bring up, though. Okay, what's that? You know, and this is not really one of the topics that that we had lined up for tonight, but you know, it's a current topic that okay. happened that I saw. So, a lot of people know about the um, Travis Scott. Travis Scott did a show recently. Did I believe it was in Houston? He has this Astro World a festival, mm-hmm. and I guess he has other acts that come on. It's a big thing, and um, unfortunately, at this show, you know. There was like some sort of a stampede. Yeah. And people got crushed, people got trampled, and some people died. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. I mean, you know, rest in peace to those who passed away and my yeah, condolences to their family. You know, yeah. death is never a good thing, and I never want to wish death on nobody. So, um, you know, I can't even say that I know what you're going through because to, to, to lose a close loved one, I mean, I have lost a close loved one, so I kind of do know what you're going through, but it's just, it's not, it's not something easy. Yeah, no way. Right. So, but to go back to what I was um, talking about, my point of the um, of the of what I was going to say about the Travis Scott concert was, you know, he had the show, and unfortunately, the situation happened. Yeah. And um, I've seen a lot of people on social media being angry at Travis Scott. Oh man. Well, I mean, there's going to be some reactions to people dying or, or like you know. Uh, I, I even heard, yeah, I heard about this, and I heard that there's uh, people trying to sue, mm. um, you know, not only Travis Scott but Live Nation, and I think they even included Drake in the situation because he performed there that night too. But oh wow, um, wow. what? That's that's wild. Yeah, why would yeah. they just throw him in because he's one of the bigger names on the on the you know on the list? I don't know, man. I think that they're claiming negligence or something like that because. You know, show? <laughs> allegedly, and and what videos seem to show is that like when the incidents took place, there was a lot of people who were like telling cameramen, telling staff, stop the show. People died, people got hurt, and they wouldn't uh, push that message through to end the show early or to stop it so that they can address the medical the medical needs of the people or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I can see why people would have a reaction to that because, from their perspective, maybe they could have done more in the moment. And hmm. you know, everything is hindsight twenty twenty, right. Right? right? After the fact. Yeah, but I, I think that there's something to be said about people feeling like there could have been more that could have been done. No, I mean, I can I can understand that more could have been done. Yeah. Um, my this is my take on it. You know, and I'm trying to look at it in a different perspective. You know, yeah, everybody talks about what should have happened after the fact, but when we when the situation is happening, you know, stuff happens fast, and your reaction time may not be as fast as you hope you want it to be. Yeah. But besides the point, you know, I'm looking at it like okay, from a different perspective, like okay, I'm on the stage, right? If I'm Travis Scott, I'm on the stage. And it's bright lights, like to the point where you're not even seeing the crowd because the lights are flashing on you. You, know, you have all these lights, you have this loud music, you know. How are you able to hear or know what's really going on in the crowd? Yeah. And even if, because 
what I've heard about his shows, you know, they like to like rave, so to speak, and like do mosh pits and stuff like that. So even if they're getting crazy, as an artist and knowing my crowd, that made me thinking that, oh, they're partying, like they're having a good time. This is you know? probably, um, I don't know how deep we're going to go into No, we're not going to go deep in But that. I am going to say this. He should have staff. There should be a production manager. There should be somebody that is communicating and on multiple levels with camera crew, with security, you know, with stage hands. So that's with, like the venue's fault? That's, that should be him? It's not the venue. It is the people who are organizing the show, and that's his staff. Yeah. So by proxy, that's him. Okay. So at the end of the day, you know, he's... um. Done a, done a couple things as far as I know. Like he's refunded all the tickets. That's a solid move. He canceled like the second. He canceled show the second show. Right. That's another solid move. Uh, he uh, he withdrew as headliner in day in Vegas, like another concert. Um, so I mean, you know, he's issued statements. Right. I think that he's impacted. I, I would I would hope you know and um, you know. I think he's probably trying to do as much as he can to be right. right. You I, feel I, me? I think I think he is, but when you go out there, but people's lives was lost. Man. People's lives were lost, and, and there's no coming back from that. And you know, I think I think he's doing after the fact. I think he's doing everything that he can to try to make an effort. But I guess some people just don't think that that's enough, and he's still he's not it. So he's kind of like canceled, and to the point where I even saw Erica Badu. You know, try to, you know, send some good words to Travis Scott. And it was like, oh, man, like, why is she doing that? And you know what? And when people at their lowest, man, um, encouragement don't hurt. So, you know it what doesn't. I mean? It doesn't. That's some compassion for some people, man. You know what I mean? Some things that other people control, man. But um, recognize that, you know, different people are going to be affected by these situations. So, just give somebody the benefit of the doubt, man. Right. And show some compassion. Right. Stop trying to cancel everybody. You know, I mean, don't be too judgmental. You know, look at it from... From all, from all angles, and you know, we're just gonna leave it at that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm say it again. Quit trying to cancel everybody so fast. Come on. That shit right. ain't cool. Right. It's like yeah. people are human, and yeah. people make mistakes. You know yeah. what I mean? And I understand if it's an egregious mistake and you don't learn from from what you, the mistake you made, then okay, you just yeah. don't. You, some people are isolated incidents where they don't learn, but somebody said something or did something, you know, that nobody really got hurt. 10, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and then you want to cancel them today for yeah. that? Like, come on. Right, like, this should be room for, for redemption. But, um... First first story? Yeah, let's get into it, man. First story, story. First story. Yeah. Oh, understanding. Oh, just... Oh, before we go. Before we go. Before we go. Let me shout out Six Kings Entertainment. Yes, sir. Uh, let me shout out Conscious Minds. Conscious Minds Delivery Service mm -hmm. for all your flower needs. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I'm uh, supporting local black businesses. This is uh, Flavors World, yes, Open sir. Designer. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Cause those. So uh, you know. With that being said, also overstanding is about having power over the information, not having the information have power over you. Right. So we out here, brothers on a hunt for knowledge, for sure. just trying to figure out the things that may be going over people's head. You know, uh, going uh, overlooked or. Things that really aren't even mainstream, but right. still relevant, you know? Right, right. And I like that. You know, one thing I like is I like how every, well, I would say every, but most of our podcasts, most episodes we have, 
you always wear something that represents the black community or represent the local community. I'm doing that shit. And I like purpose. I like that you have the flavors on. That's my cousin's brand. Yeah. And um, they have a, a philanthropy aspect to it. So you know, if y'all know about flavors merch, you know, go out there and support. You yes, know what sir. I mean? And yes, also, sir. I mean, you you know, you got something going out going on. So oh yeah. Let's not skip that. Let's, let's not, not skip, skip that. Over that. Come on, yep. let them know. Progeny Farms yes, on sir. Shopify. Progeny Farms on Shopify. Mm -hmm. That's where you get those hella T-shirts. I showed it last. That's last a lot. Show. That's a lot. Yeah, you can go see the video that made us famous in the town, you know. But anyways, uh, Progeny Farms on Shopify. You can find us, Progeny-F-A-R-M-S yep. at myshopify.com. I mean, we're building, and, this, and it takes a community to build, so come build with us, you know? Yeah, yeah most so, definitely. So let's get into the um, the first topic. All right, all right, all right. All you right. ready? You let's, ready? Yeah, let's go ahead. You want to start it off? Yeah, I'm starting it off. Right, uh, okay, so so uh, when you were a kid... Uh -huh. Who was your favorite comic book character? When I was a kid, huh? yeah. When I was a kid, who was my favorite? Who was your favorite? Man, I liked um, I like Wolverine. Okay, I I really was in the X Men and Wolverine. I was a heavy. Big, I was a big heavy. X Men fan. So 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 was it Marvel over DC or DC over it Marvel? Was Marvel over DC all day, man. I, I feel you, brother. I vibe with that. I'm, I'm right. on that same wavelength. Okay, right. so even though. Is we're rocking and banging like Marvel, right? right Marvel right. over DC. Who said I love for DC too? Don't still got love, love, man. You know, Batman. Oh my hey, god, come on, now. crazy, man, crazy, crazy. You know, Batman. I think was a flyer, a uh, billionaire playboy, and uh, Tony Stark. But that's another story. Hey, you know okay, I mean? right, right. But that's another story. Right, but, Batman was. Hey, but he was definitely fly. Tony Stark was more like a nerd who just was into his gadgets and just knew and was into making toys, but. Batman was awesome, man. I'm going to get this money. I'm going to get the chicks. I'm going to show you I got this money. And here's the dark night. And, it was the, and I'll beat your ass in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> but go yeah. ahead, man. Shout out to uh, to, to Batman. <laughs> right. All right. Bruce Wayne. Bruce, Bruce Wayne, Wayne yeah. doggy. Okay, but something came across my desk, brother. Yeah, go ahead. DC Comics is in the news. For what? Ah, oh, man. They announced that Superman's son... Is bisexual, so they it's framed sad. it. They framed it as Superman comes out as bisexual, but it's not. So it's not Superman. It's his son. It's his son. So uh, uh, I guess according to the story, uh -huh. Lois Lane and Superman Clark Kent mm -hmm. had a son. Okay, and he inherited the Superman powers. Okay, but he didn't inherit the same heterosexual nature. Mm -hmm. And so he's now bisexual. Okay. Reaction. Um, this is how this is. I felt like when we were younger, right? Yeah. And you know, we were watching cartoons. You know, sexual orientation never came up. Never. It, it wasn't like a thing, like whether this person was gay or straight or trans, or it was just they were they were kicking bad ass, uh, kicking bad guys' ass. Like, a, that's all it was. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say sex wasn't really on my radar until I was like. Preteen, right into teenager. Not this, not this like early age group that I feel like a lot of people these days are steering kids into sexualized thought. I just think that I just think that it wasn't part of like the plot or the storyline. Now I'm not if, if if that's the case, if that's the story, if that's what they're telling us, then yeah, okay. I mean that's just information. Yeah, you know. But it's like I just feel like you know. Why? Why can't? Why? Why can't the story? 
Even if it was like, oh, Superman's son comes out here to suck I'm like, okay, well, okay. Like, why is that a story? You know what I mean? Yeah, why Why can't you talk about the, the storyline of, oh, they're catching a bad guy and the bad guy did X, Y, and Z, and this is what we, this is what Superman does. He goes and he saves the day. I don't understand why sexual orientation of any part should be, of anybody should be put in a, in a cartoon. It's interesting that you say, why is that the story, brother? Because I did some research. Mm-hmm. I looked into this thing a little bit. I tried to figure out, like, like what the reactions were, right? Mm-hmm. So let me just say that, like, there is uh, something to be said for representation, right? There is something to be said for representation. So, you know, you want to see people like you in places and things. And so I understand that aspect of it, but some people don't. And so I read that some of the writers of the comics have received threats and had to call the police. Oh, that's too much. I feel you. I agree. I 100% agree. But some people are taking this stuff to heart in a different kind of way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Another thing I saw was... Uh, one of the uh, former actors that plays Su- Superman, uh, Dean Cain. You remember this guy? Is he the, well, it can't be the original Superman because he's the paraplegic. Yeah, not, the, not, um, not, uh, not the guy who fell off the horse. Right. I forgot his name. Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves. But, um, yeah, no, no, no. Dean Cain was like Superman for a while. Oh, for a while. And I, think okay. he was the, I think he was the TV show Superman. Okay, okay. But, um... He, he basically slammed the decision. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically slammed the decision and said he doesn't understand why that was necessary and why change the storyline like that. So, when I did the research, right, I found something that was interesting because I just made that point about representation. Right? right, right. And I can see how, you know, a lot of people... I mean, you you want to see if you're from a, a particular group, I get that you want to see some representation... And see somebody like you on on the screen. It makes sense, right? It makes sense. All so right. I guess you know. Okay, it makes sense. This is what I found. That was an interesting t- statistic. I love to hear what you think about this. Uh-huh. But uh, according to Northwestern.edu, mm-hmm. uh, study uh, a poll for Gen Zers basically said that they found that about seventeen percent of Generation Z. Mm-hmm. Identify in the LGBTQ spectrum. Okay. Um, reaction. Is that a significant number? Is that a is low that, number? Is that 75%? 17%. 17%. Identify in the LGBTQ spectrum. Um, okay. I mean, okay. I have I have no... No reference point or anything I'm like that? I'm, I'm indifferent. I mean, I guess, okay. It's, it's, I don't think it's a huge percentage. You know, there's, in, in 17% of... If you think 17% of 100... It's almost a quarter. You know, it's closer to a quarter than yeah, you but, know. Yeah, it's still the minority. It's still a minority. Right, it's still the minority. I, you know? I wonder if you feel like because these kinds of things are becoming more prevalent mm-hmm. in the media space. Um, you know, you got the Dave Chappelle, they talking about they want trans people, uh trans movies, trans trans reflections, mm-hmm. you know. Um I'm wondering if you feel like there is growth happening in this LGBTQ space. And if so, is alternative lifestyle becoming mainstream? Well, I, 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 
Going back to the growth, you know, you mentioned growth. Yeah, I, I'm asking, do you think that their community is growing? Do you think that these messages or these uh, depictions, mm -hmm. this representation, do I you think you. that that is growing? Um, I'm not part of the community, so I don't really want to speak for the community to say whether their, you know, their fight is growing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just I, talking I, about I'm just, representation. I'm saying, I, I, I will say this, that it's, it's, it's more prevalent. So that means you're seeing it more, you're seeing it more often, on, right? You're seeing it more often on on TV shows and in movies, and um, you know, personally, me, you know, I I personally don't have a problem with it. You know, I I feel that you know everybody has a right to live to live their life the way they want to live it. You know, and you know, going back to your your take on you know wanting to you know see representation. You know, I I get that. You yeah. My thing is that. You know why? Why is it like? Why is it a focus in a in a cartoon? Ah, you know, like why is it a focus on in like Superman? Like with Superman, all my life, I'm not. It, it's okay if, if if the sun is by. That's I'm indifferent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah if if, if he's doing what he do, it's all good. Right. You my do thing is you. that why is the storyline every time in any cartoon in any whether it be Batman whether it be Superman whether it be X-Men whether it be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles whatever cartoon it was that I grew up watching the focus was never on the sexual orientation of the characters it was always on what was going on in their universe in their world and how to fight the bad in their universe and world so again you kind of coming back to the question why is this even a story right right all right, the, ne the next thing that I found, which was interesting, which piqued my interest, brother, is uh, you ever heard of uh, Henry Kissinger? No, I haven't. He well, was did we think about Henry Kissinger? Kissinger? Yeah, the one that, um, he, the one, he, he used to be, work for the police, right? He used to work for the president. Was he the one that um, made marijuana illegal because of... Because we spoke about we spoke about um, a, a Kissinger. I don't think no, I don't think Kissinger. it was Kissinger. I don't think, but we spoke about uh, in one of our previous episodes. We spoke about you know one of the heads, I believe, of FBI or CIA, yeah, FBI, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but a division of that head, you know, really came down on marijuana because it felt that you know it made black and brown people feel out of their place. Mm -hmm. I remember that. I remember that. So I was in one of our um, previous. Episodes. So that's not the same guy we're talking about. The dude that I'm talking about made a recommendation. This was in the 70s, okay? Henry okay. Kissinger, um, big wig in the uh, politics game under the president, had Memorandum 200. This is an infamous memorandum, okay? All right. But uh, the uh, whole memorandum was about population control. And so when I say this, have you ever heard people mention or refer to the quote-unquote agenda? When they talk about the LGBTQ spectrum, I mean, I've heard about that, but I have my, um, I have my takes on that. I ain't mad at you. you if know? you want to share your takes, I I want to hear about it. But you say like, why is this even a story? And one of the things that was in this Henry Kissinger Memorandum Two Hundred mm -hmm. was uh, the government's population control, and they had strategies for reducing fertility, reducing. Mm -hmm. uh, this included uh, promotion of alternative lifestyles, increased access to uh, family planning, which is a.k.a. abortion, mm -hmm. uh, and steering women, like, like making intentional efforts to steer women towards education and the workplace. Because 
the correlation between high education and status in the workplace um, amounted to, studies prove this, amounted to uh, less uh, less uh, births. Mm -hmm. Women okay. choosing not to have children okay. more often. Okay. Um, and it made me think about um, my brother, dear brother Kanye. Kanye. Dear brother Kanye. Remember when Kanye was running for president? Yeah. And he had that rant that one time where he broke down in tears I mean, talking about the yeah, abortion? He had many rants, but no, I, didn't, but you I know didn't hear that one about the abortion. So 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 while he was running for president, he had this uh, press conference and he came in with a bulletproof vest on. It was real epic, right? Oh, really? Yeah, well, check I this out. Uh, check this out. But it, It's on video. You can see right, it. Right, but right. In, the, in the thing, he starts breaking down because of his uh, internal struggle with the decision on whether or not to abort his child. And what he really was crying about was this larger issue that he says is affecting black people mm -hmm. harder than most others, which is the uh, family planning, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, this um, idea of uh, lower birth rates for black people, lower birth rates for people that experience poverty. It's something kind of like the extension of eugenics. As a matter of fact, I'm going to just drop this. This is a side note. Margaret Sanger, notorious racist, mm. uh, one of the uh, biggest eugenicists in eugenics was like this practice of sterilizing women. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Sterilizing wow. women. Well, I'm, uh, but, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I don't know much about this. But, but, but teaching me right I'm, now. I'm, I, I just want to take kind of wrap it into one. He was crying about abortions. Kanye was crying about abortions. Planned Parenthood is one of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, providers for these family planning services. And uh, even though a lot of people say their funding goes towards all these other services like education and prophylactics. Uh, family planning through abortion is there and it represents 50% of the mortality according to what Kanye was saying mm. which is why he was so impacted 50% uh, of the black deaths every year is about is by abortion I'm killing myself I should have never married that white woman hold it right there oh, shit Hey, you, where are you going? I'm going to mind my fucking business. That's where I'm going. Do you have a problem with that, officer? <laughs> yeah, with the questions. What is this, Jeopardy? No, it ain't Jeopardy. It ain't Monopoly either. And I ain't going to jail. Free! Oh, no, fuck It's too many ways, it's too many days. Uh. It's too many names, it's too much pain. Uh. You do your thing, the shit stay the same. Uh. I quit those games, some shit gon' change. It's too many ways, it's too many days. Uh. Too many names, it's too much pain. You do your thing, the shit stay the same. I quit those games, some shit gon' change. I spit slow game, I did those things. Uh, I spit propane, I dislocate your frame. This whole thing on this whole thing. Uh, some shit gon' change, won't spit no names. Uh, Geronimo Pratt, spirit of Huey Newton, nigga. Hands up, don't shoot. This here a movement, nigga. Peaceful protest partner, we ain't the antis. White folks vandalize, we ain't the bad guys. Black man in the media, we all targets. Legislation come through, we don't know a profit. Know what I mean, white welfare queen, uh. Sell them a dream, the American theme, uh. 
get a job, work hard, bootstrap. Reality, this shit's hard, I'm moving backwards. They told me I could do anything, here's a jail cell. They told me I could run businesses, here's the welfare. It's too many ways, it's too many days. It's too many names, it's too much pain. You do your thing, the shit stay the same. I quit those games, some shit gon' change. It's too many ways, it's too many days. It's too many names, it's too much pain. You do your thing, the shit stay the same. I quit those games, some shit gon' change. We in our last days, we endure too much pain, and shit done changed. So oppressed, cause the privileged man getting away again. Live recorded on CNN, and they still walk free. Kill Brianna Taylor in her home, how huh? I'm supposed to feel free. I'm strapped up like Call of Duty. It's my duty to protect my family by any means. It's what you created. Didn't want us to rebel. Thought your plan wouldn't fail. We tired of marching to the same tune. Still getting beat. Still getting murdered by police. You want us to march in peace? Fuck that. Fuck 12. Applying the pressure. We gon' burn this bitch down till you give us some answers. No justice. No peace. We tired of turning the other cheek. Time to practice what we preach. It's time to stand for something. Our people die for nothing. Over their skin, we can't win. Man, I know why you stopped me. I know why. It's too many ways, it's too many days. Uh. It's too many names, it's too much pain. Uh. You do your thing, the shit stay the same. Uh. I quit those games, some shit gon' change. It's too many ways, it's too many days. Uh. It's too many names, it's too much pain. Uh. You do your thing, the shit stay the same. Uh. I quit those games, some shit gon' change. Cause I'm a whole black man in a black neighborhood, on a black block, and y'all just wanna bust my black head. Disturbance in the neighborhood. You could be coming from that disturbance. That's why we stopped you. Man, the only fucking disturbance is you fuck with me. Hell, don't think I can't read no bad numbers, chump. Boy, damn, you are nasty. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so, 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 just to kind of like tie it all together, but you know that there are a lot of people that think there is a depopulation agenda. Um, you know. Through vaccines affecting fertility, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of information out there that people can look into, and nothing against any community, the LGBTQ spectrum. Love y'all, you know what I'm saying. Do y'all be proud, proudful about you know your lifestyle and everything, right? Um, but we do have to question certain things like why is that the big story? You know what I'm saying? Why is Superman's sexual orientation all of a sudden changing? And, and why is this a big story? Yeah, my thing is that why I, I feel like when it comes to cartoons and, you know, just when I was watching cartoons, sexual orientation never came up. Now, the fact, now, if, if, if it's, if it's, a situation where they, where the community feel like it's not enough of them being seen or heard, then okay, you know I understand. Yeah. You know, and um, I get it. You know, I get it. You want to be seen. You want to see. You want to identify with certain characters. So you you have that right to identify and be you know, you know, be seen and want to be heard. And um, you know, I'm sure we we have some you know LGBTQ you know. Viewers and listeners, for sure. You know, and I'm the type of person that's always willing to have a conversation and willing to learn from anything. You know, like we said, this, yeah. is, this show is called Overstanding, so yeah. we're not over here trying to tell you what it is, but kind of like you know, start the conversation so you know, that barriers can be broken down and people can be understood. And I will say this: 
we are we're gonna try and look at it from multiple angles, yeah. not just yeah. one, yeah, not just one perspective. Definitely. definitely. Now, I mean, I agree with the perspective that somebody else looks at it, you know, because I have my own perspective, and I, you know, I'm all about equality and you know doing you and fighting for your rights. So I may not have the same perspective as others, but I, I understand that people have their own perspective. For right? sure. And I'm not the one to get mad at somebody else for having for, for the way that they think. Yeah. You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, agree to disagree. You know. And, and don't be a bully. That oh, yeah, I'm speaking sure. directly to the LGBTQ community. Don't don't be bullies. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 so serious. Don't be bullies. Y'all know y'all know what discrimination feels like, right? Y'all know what uh, uh, marginalization feels like, right? So don't perpetuate those same kind of ills on other people. Let's learn. Let's educate. Let's grow. Feel me? All right. That was, that was a pretty, uh, that was a pretty he heavy topic, the first one. Let's go. Let's go. What's <coughs> next? Hey, but let's go to the next one. What's so, next? I'm going to take the next one. The next one was... You know, I, I came across a tweet. It was a, a tweet or a headline. It started as a tweet and it turned into a headline because of the person who tweeted it. Yeah. But basically, Elon Musk, you know, sent out a tweet. It's all fake news. And anybody, <laughs> <laughs> you're funny for that one. And uh, if you don't know who Elon Musk is, he's he's the one that owns Tesla. Yeah. Right, and SpaceX. So yeah. He put out a he put out a tweet saying that um, in response to a statement that. The SG, which Secretary General of the United Nations put out saying that if he has about six billion, if the UN has six with six billion dollars, they can end world hunger or global hunger. They and, can um, end world hunger with six with billions. Six billion, right? Oh man, they spending more than that. So them. so um so this is my take. And this this is my take, and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ask you how do you feel about the headlines. I'm so, ready. This is what I feel, you know. I think personally that because um, it, it attached to the it attached to the tweet. Well, well, let me let me finish. I didn't really wrap it up. So let me Go finish ahead. just telling the what, the Elon Musk tweet. So yeah, the SG came out and said six billion to end uh, global hunger. Yeah. And Elon said, okay. Well, I he tweeted, I will sell shares and raise that six billion and give it to you guys. I would do that if the UN can show a plan. And give account for every dollar he gives them and where that money is going to. And okay. of course, and of course, you know, wasn't able to produce no plan. Oh, they didn't have a plan. They don't have a plan. They don't have a plan because the statement is so frivolous. How can you say with this amount of money you can end world global hunger? First of all, what what matrices are you using to measure this? How do you know, or what do you use to measure somebody that's hungry? Are you going into poverty? And, and if that, like, how do you, how did you come up with that six billion? I think it was just a landish, outlandish statement that the, that, that they, that the UN put out to just kind of probably get more donations, probably just, just, just say some stuff. It's very hard to, to, to put, a, it's too broad. And I just think, you know, it's just so, it's just too broad. It's, it's very, it's, it's damn near impossible to measure. Okay. And I think that, um, not, and not only that, you know, if you look at any country, not one country in this world has eradicated, you know, hunger uh, or even poverty, you know. But I'll, but I'll give it to Elon. You know, I'll give it to him because he's smart. You know, he knows that people are impressionable. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So he knows that there is no way that the UN can produce, you know, this thorough plan that explains how they plan to end, you know, eradicate poverty or end world hunger. So he chose the lowest fruit and he's like, look, I'm going to put this out there. Let them know, like, look, you guys keep saying you need X amount of dollars to get this done. Here's the money. Now show me how to do it. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and, and maybe, you know, get some cool points off, off of that. But let me know, since I've told you what I think about, you know, what, what I think about this story, you let me know. Tell me what, tell me what you think about it. All right. I, I saw the story. And I will say that it sounded like the UN was soliciting. Yeah. It sounded like they was like, we need the world's billionaires to come together and fade up. It came across a little baggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It came across yeah. a little baggy, like, like, like arms for the poor, sir. You know what I'm saying, Bruh. I'm, I'm just saying, like, what's, what's up with, what's up with the fact that the so-called developed nations of the world that represent the UN mm -hmm. don't got enough tools and fuse themselves where they gotta just borrow. Something from the world's wealthiest. Um, I know that the world's wealthiest got extra money. It reminds me of when we had the episode Fuck Specs. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I know that they got some extra change that they could just fuck off going building a rocket ship and going into space. They could definitely spend some of this money on changing the livelihood and the, and the mortality rates. And, but they don't want to do that. Some of these things are like built into the system where you yeah. don't have haves and have nots. I think we talked about a power structure in one of our um, previous episodes. Yeah. You know, they need that power structure in order to feel important, in order to, you know, have control. You know, they just, it, it just, they, if, if poverty or world hunger really wanted to get eradicated, it really could happen. They, they, it's all about policy change. Oh, man, change. they could do that. They, exactly. And that's where I was going is policy change, mm -hmm. right? So why can't they divert the aid and funding from other sources um, in order to uh, address the world's hunger or the world's homeless? Because You know what I'm saying? Because that's not a priority. No, no, no. It, it should be, though. It should be. Everybody People should have should a right. roof over their head. Right. Everybody should have access to medical care. I agree. Everybody should have food to eat and not be insecure about where their next meal is coming from, right? Right. But I that's agree. not the system that we live in. The system that we live in, uh, I saw a statistic. Uh, man, what's the statistic? The statistic was about the world's richest people in the world, dog. Um the world's richest 10% on 89% of the stock. Wow. Um, yeah, in the stock market. We're going to get into the stocks. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. But, but wow. Yeah, just like thinking about rich countries needing to do more, I, I'm for that. If, I, if people want to ask billionaires, ah. I think we should be more self-reliant first. You know what I'm saying? They blowing taxpayer money on corporate bailouts, but they not saving people. Oh yeah. You dig? Oh yeah. Definitely. So, so I mean these the thing this is how I see it. You know, a lot of these billionaires, you know, have some kind of political connection. You know. And a lot of these corporations are headed by boards 
a lot of these board members are billionaires. A lot of these board members are friends. They, you know, it's it's like I said. It's a, I've said this in a previous episode. It's just a group of homies. You know, the old boys network. Right, the old boys network. Right, and they all run stuff. Yeah, you know. So when I say it's not a priority, it's, I feel like it's a it's a priority to us as people, but as to the system, as to the country, that's not a priority. Their priority is defense and military. Mm-hmm. That's their priority. That takes in this country. That takes number one before anything. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that I respect. I respect your perspective, right? The country's priority is funking. It's funk season, right? Like we we putting the money conquering, into the conquering and, di- and dividing, right? Uh, I am gonna also say that you know this last topic that we had depopulation, man, like. The guise of philanthropy has been used to hurt people sometimes. The guise of, you know, like this idea that we're donating or we're giving back to the community. Sometimes um, that ain't always the case. Sometimes they, they, they hurt in the community while they do these, take these actions, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I would want to see some oversight around like what that plan actually looks like especially on this implementation because um you know you just can't uh sometimes you know there's been controversies around like whether or not the supplies get there mismanagement of funds fraud you know what i mean like i mean that that happens in every country exactly. and, and, and and to especially throw it against you know world hunger like that's a look very, how much food we waste in different but cities, it, bro. It's just so it's so broad. Think it's about so how much food we waste in Las Vegas by itself. Yeah, a lot of food. I mean, you there's 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 a restaurant. I think they've just recently passed a bill in some states that that it's illegal for restaurants to throw away, you know, to throw away the the leftovers. But some restaurants they would they would bag up and throw away leftover food for sure, and even lock. The the the, the, the trash can yeah, so that nobody so can that nobody it. can go and get the food yeah. all because of liability or something. If somebody's hungry, if they're starving and they want food, it makes no sense to toss that food. One hundred percent. You know, um, it's it's um priorities are out of order. Priorities out of order. Not only that, to kind of come back to the the original topic, there's there's just no plan. And first of all, there's no way to measure everybody who's hungry in this world. There's just no way to measure that. And and then to now put a frivolous amount of money on there, like a, like six billion. How did you come up with that? So you're right. It does have a little bag, and like let's uh, we're soliciting to those who got the money. And Elon called their bluff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you need this. Let me sell these stocks because he can do it. Yeah, gotcha, bitch. He can do exactly. it. Exactly. You know, he can do. It. He can say, look, y'all talking about this six yeah. billion, six billion right, right here. Right here, boom. Tell me what you're going to do. And they're like, oh, 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 we said six, oh, 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 we mean 20. Oh, no, let's go back to the drawing board. Yeah, go back to the drawing board. Okay, (laughs) right. Um, All right, so, UN do better. Just, yeah. Just, man, y'all are supposed to be the ones to hit us with the facts. Don't come out here and give us all this little frivolous, broad, like, oh, Let's do this to get a charge out of people. Come on, let's not do that. Like mm-hmm. we're we're going through enough already with all this misinformation and having to second guess a lot of stuff that we that we read. So 
Get to the meat and the bones of things. Don't don't beat around the bush. Say, look, we have this plan. We have we have a, a plan, and we're going to roll it out in this country. Mm-hmm. And we've did we did we've done a study, and we see there's approximately these amount of people are in poverty. So we're going to try to give these people this amount of money and do the study and and see how they you know how they react in the next year, two or three years. You know what I mean? And then if it works. Then you now making a uh, you now making a widespread thing. But don't just be saying shit. Mm. Come with the facts, B. Right. Let's, get, right. let's get into the next one, right? All right. All right. All right. So I think uh, I think this is you, right? Yeah, it's me. This you. Yeah. You, you actually told me about the, you sent me this one. Yeah. And um. You ever had? I, 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 I have my uh, I have my thoughts, but I'm gonna let you go. All right. You ever had? You got social media, right? Oh, for sure. You got social media on steroids. <laughs> I didn't know what that is. You, you don't know what that is. Nah. You know what that look like. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me describe something for you, All brother. Right. Imagine uh, an experience. Imagine, if you will, you put on these goggles. Mm-hmm. Imagine, if you will, that your environment magically changes after you put the goggles on. Imagine mm. that you can have interactive workspaces. Yeah, you, know, you can you can be in a in in uh, constructs and worlds that people have created that are outer space. Like Ready Player they, One. Yeah, damn near like Ready Player One. Imagine if you could have your social interactions, your connections, but happening in a augmented reality that you have so many different kinds of control, like you can change your outfit with the flick of a wrist or you can change your setting in the, the virtual of, world. in the virtual world with the blink of an eye. Would you like this, sir? Uh, social media on steroids. Would Man. you like would you like some of these uh, social media on steroid pills? I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh me personally no. But if I had a yeah. if I had an opportunity to invest and gain. Oh, you might have an opportunity because Facebook. Yeah, that's a different story. Facebook. Well, as a consumer, probably not. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Facebook. FB. <laughs> the, the, big, the, <laughs> the big guys. They are changing their name to Meta. Yeah. Because Meta is representation for the metaverse that they are creating this alternate reality. Now, they're not the first to do it for sure. No. Right? Uh, it's all fake news. Exactly. They're not the first to do it, but they are the ones who are marketing it unlike anybody else we've ever seen. Because they're the big dogs. They got the money. They yeah. have they have the uh, the users. They already have people on their platform. They have their data already. My question to you, my brother, mm-hmm. what you know about social media? We just had the story about the whistleblower. Yeah, we do. Right, talking do. about the uh, the ill effects of social media the, yeah. and and the algorithms and how they support. Okay, so knowing what we know about social media, is this? Social media on steroids, as I frame it, is this good or bad? Me personally, me me being like a little old school and liking, you know, human to human interaction, you know, it's not for me to to partake. Cause me, even though I have a social media, we have social media. Um, I, we've already had our episode on social media, and I've given 
I'm giving you all my take on it. And I just feel like it's not the real world. And I like to be in the real world and not be in my phone. Like, yeah, I may, you know, social media, I use that as entertainment. I use it for what it is, but I don't get caught up into it. So this may be a bit extreme, but however, I, I see, you know, I can see the opportunity in it as, as far as an investment standpoint. You know, NFTs are becoming becoming big, um, and I can see how the NFTs can play a role in, in, role in this metaverse. And I'm interested in that aspect and mm -hmm. wanted to see how, you know, I can invest or how, or maybe I can be, you know, in that world running a digital, you know, art gallery and trying to sell or showcase NFTs that I already have. So in that case, if, if it's a, if it's a way to, to, you know, make some money and build my community, build my family, then yeah, I'm interested. Okay. But, but I have some takes on, you know... Why they're doing this? I just think that it's a you know it's, it's more like a, a rebranding. Okay. You know, Why? It's, it's a rebranding for part of the effort to overhaul you know the Facebook's you know reputation you know and kind of like turn the page uh, you know of, this, uh, of a series of PR nightmares which included like them putting out misinformation. Mm -hmm. you know, that's always been a big. Thing oh yeah, the, you remember that movie, The Great Hack? No, I haven't watched that. Oh movie. my God, brother, yeah, you gotta watch this. It's called The Great Hack. And side note, it's about how. Facebook and other social media companies um, were were engaged by this place called Cambridge Analytica mm. that basically uh, took all of your personal data, created models to understand basically your psychology and whether or not you were like leaning left or leaning right or in the middle. Mm. And then they found the people that were leaning middle based on your social interactions, based on what you watch, based on what you click on, based on how long you stay on certain websites, blah, blah, right? They put this picture together to understand your psychology. And the people that was in the middle, they steered them certain directions mm -hmm. Because they knew that they were vulnerable. So they would market to them right. specifically wow. in a certain kind of way. And that's what Facebook was doing. Bro. With the algorithm. Bro. It's called The Great Hack. You need to watch I it. I need to check that out. Y'all need to watch but The yeah, Great but, Hack. But, but, but just, you know, bouncing off and touching off of what you just said, I just think that, you know, it's just a rebrand because of all the negative PR they've been getting because of the misinformation on the platform, because of, you know, the, uh, the negative uh, effects that it's had on people's mental health. You know, with the whistleblower coming out and saying that not only are they they know about it affecting people's mental health, but they're actually creating they created an algorithm to actually put out more of that triggering information out to those with weak um, mental health. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just think of the rebrand. I think you know, on the aspect of investing and growing, yeah, I could be interested, but to be a but to be like embedded in it, like on a point where. I don't know if y'all have watched Ready Player One. Y'all should go watch it if you haven't. This is not a plug. They're not paying us. But I just think it's a good movie. But Ready Player One, if, if you look at Ready Player One, the real world turned into shit. Because everybody was so engulfed in this virtual reality world. There was another movie back you in know the what day. I mean? There was another movie back in the day. Um, Bruce Willis was in it. It was called Surrogates. Oh like, yeah, I remember. I watched that movie. Like they had avatars, they had like robots right. that basically did their day to day activities while they controlled it. Mm -hmm. You know, they linked up, looked like it was like a little headpiece right. hookup kind of. Oh man, I think it's more than just a rebrand. I think that this is in alignment with what we talked about when we was talking about the singularity. 
Mm -hmm. It's talking about like man and machine getting closer together. Because think about like like um, this transhumanist agenda where they want to integrate computer chips into people's brains. You said transhuman, like transhuman, like kind of human. It's called transhumanist agenda. Yeah, yeah, humans that are enhanced through technology. Oh wow! Yes, transhumanist. See, see, some people. Yeah, let's just say. Uh, there's more than one type of trans community out there. Transhumanists, uh, it, they they uh, are alive and well. Oh man! So, so you're saying that we're we're walking amongst robots? I'm saying that there are people that are enhanced right now. I'm talking about people who have prosthetics that are electronic. Okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's that's okay, an example of. Early stages of okay. transhuman prosthetics. It, yeah, that. you did, or the you know, like look at Google Glasses. Mm-hmm. They're slowly but surely you're gonna be able to do those things with contact lenses in no time. Mm, I can see that. You I get what I'm saying? I can contact see lenses in an earbud. What are we doing? You know, you got augmented reality at the tip, at your fingertips. You could be doing the hand screen thing in no time, bro. All of that technology is probably here already. What I'm getting at is, I think this switch is in line with the 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 shift that we're look at money. Everything's going to crypto. Look at look at uh, your 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 life now. It's about your online profile more than who you are in real life. Depends on the person. I, a lot of people are falling right. into this situation. And now, here's an option for more integration into these virtual spaces. That's what I think is well, about. Well, I was, you know, to kind of close it all out. To close it all out. I think that people should focus more on reality and not virtual reality. Mm. You know, I mean, look at what's around you. If you if you all caught up, if you all caught up in the virtual reality, then your reality crumbles, and then you start to. You know, it's just, it's just that simple. Your reality crumbles. So focus on your reality. Yeah, focus on your reality. Um, the drawbacks of social media could be exacerbated with this social media on steroids. Okay, next topic. Brother. All right, man, let's get into it. This is what I brought to... <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I... Um, I kind of brought this one to your attention. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, so sir. So I came across an article saying that the feds are banning policymakers from owning individual stocks. And I'm like, it's about time. You know, because, you know, (laughs) it's about time, bro. You know, but this is what they're saying. They said the Federal Reserve announced that a sweeping new rules for its top officials banning trading individual stocks and bonds, you know. And and, and the reason why they have this rule is because of, uh, you know, growing uh, ethics controversy. Oh. Over, you know, over whether central bank officials should be able to trade while the policies, you know, and often can often move the market. You know what I mean. I heard, so how I are you, you. So how are you saying. able to, in layman's term, how are you able to own stocks, trade it, but then you're working in the bank, and the stuff that your bank does controls whether your stock depreciates or increases. You know. Yeah. So it's like it, it kind of it, it had to it had to happen in my in my opinion. I think it's something good because I feel like it's it's not fair. You know and 
They say the you mean like like them having advanced knowledge or, or yeah like inside inside knowledge? knowledge. You know, if you're an official and not only are you not only your policies are controlling whether stocks go up and down, but also you're getting information first that's not privy to the public. Yeah, it's like you're 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 you solely winning from it, right? That was easy, right? So, and this comes on. I don't know if a lot of y'all have been paying attention, but for our viewers who haven't, you know, last year during the uh, pandemic, there was two senators. You know, one senator named uh, former senator named Kelly Loeffler. Yeah, she used to own the Atlanta Dreams, okay, that basketball team, yeah. right? Yeah. Her and another senator, Richard Burr. Mm -hmm. You know, they unloaded millions of dollars of stocks based on, before the pandemic, based off of information that they got in private meetings. Wow! So they knew that the oh, pandemic. They knew that the pandemic was coming, and they were like, "Okay, well, this pandemic is coming. That means they're gonna." Sh and they knew that this let country me, was gonna go shut down. Let me get out of let all my travel stocks, right, my airline stocks, right, my hotel stocks, and let me invest in the communications, communication, you know, the slacks, the zooms, the all that. So it's Ooh, like, they whooping. right? Who they whooping? They, come on now, they finessing. Uh, that was easy. They're big, yeah. they're big finessing, and I think that if they actually go through with this, because you know this is all plans, yeah. this can die out. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I really feel like they should go through this because they should go through with it because I feel in a way it's cheating. Uh, so I, I saw the uh, I saw the article, mm -hmm. and one of the things said that uh, regional presidents from Dallas and Boston actually resigned. From the controversy of trading the stocks. You see? But I said to myself, resign. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Why wasn't there no jail time mentioned? Hmm. Oh shit! Oh, Good question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good I'm just saying, bro. That's Oh, that's nasty. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's nasty. Yeah. It is. So I I you know, uh I'm not shocked. This is not a shocker that uh people on the inside uh, who make the rules, i.e., uh, policymakers, uh, heads of uh, the currency situation, our Federal Reserve, uh, yeah, people who uh, make legislation, i.e., politicians, may have access to these uh, types of information, right? right? And, right. and taking advantage of them. I'm not surprised at all. Oh, uh, I think that there needs to be a lockdown, clamp down. I think. Um, Civil servants need to have different kinds of regulations and restrictions on becoming the wealthiest one percent in the nation. I I just think that that you know should be the case. But right, I agree. It should be some regulation, and this is just a step forward. Uh, seeing how they can regulate it. You yeah, know? yeah. So so to y'all who uh, lost uh, the privileges, <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> And especially if y'all out here, you know, cheating. You know what I mean? Cheating, boy. Don't be cheating out here. Um, I wanted to do this day in history before you do the what What the fuck. Go ahead, man. All what right, so this day in history. Uh, today is November 9th. So on November 9th, 1989, the fall, the Berlin Wall fell. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, today, was, yeah. 1989, you said? Today in 1989, the Berlin Wall fell. And so it, it made sense to me, man, like, that stood out because it was a symbol. It was like this demonstration of breaking down these old barriers, like out with the old, in with the new. Let's uh, let's end those uh, divisive situations and like um, come together. You feel me? 
it used to be the USSR, but now it's like individual states that got more power, more autonomy, more ability to control their destiny. So I don't know, you know, folks from Russia, that part of Eastern Europe, you know, tell me um, y'all thoughts, man. Was that a, was that a success? The, the fall of the Berlin Wall, because that was like the mark of the end of that regime of the USSR. Yeah. Was that good for y'all? Like, let us know in the comment section. Oh, like the video, by the way. Right, Subscribe. right. But those are from Ukraine, too. I mean, you know, at one point, it was obviously the USSR. So, hey, if we have some Ukraine or Russian or, you know, just Eastern European viewers, I would, I would love to hear from y'all in general. So, you know, maybe you can let us know what's going on in your, your part of the world. Because mm -hmm. I know... It can't just be all, you know, what we see on the on the movies, how y'all move over to, you know, it can't be the stereotypical stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty sure there's more to your country than what the media portrays. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's, that's dope. You know, I didn't know about that. I didn't know that, the, that today, you know, the Ber in this day, you know, yeah. the, Ber the Berlin Wall fell. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Y'all do your research on the Berlin Wall if you don't know. Yeah. All this stuff that we talk about, you can research it. Yeah, that's, you know? that's, that's what we're here for. Right. right? It's we're there. Just, we're we're not just, just giving y'all the crumbs right. and then y'all go get the full meal. Let's spark the conversation. Let's re let's have some real conversations with, within the community and not really talk about what we saw on the basketball clubs, wives, or... Uh, you know, just the frivolous stuff, just the, the stuff that don't mean anything, that's not building us and not having us really think. Yeah. You know, it's real easy to just take in some rubbish. You know, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not going to. I'm, it's okay. You can have your moments. Of, that could be a guilty pleasure. For sure. Let's, not not the not the uh, not main the stuff. right, not the main. Yeah. Let's have some real, you know, diversity. You know, let's have let's. There has to be some balance. Mm -hmm. You know. But um, with that said, let me get into the, the WTF, you know what I mean? Yeah. The WTF moment, for those who don't know, you know, it's it's that moment where you just come across something, you're like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? Like, that can't be serious. Or, dang, I, I kind of knew, this is crazy. So, um, what we got? So, what we got right here is I came across an article about the Phoenix Suns owner. Okay. Another rich billionaire who owns the team. Phoenix Suns owner Robert Server is reportedly facing accusations of sexual harassment, sexism, and racism. Uh, you know the trifecta. That was easy. The tri the trifecta. This is this is according to Jordan. This is according to Jordan Schultz. Um, if you guys don't know who he is, he's more he's a sports announcer. He also hosts uh, a podcast with a. Uh, with C.J. McCullough, who's a basketball player, and he announced that the NBA is preparing, you know, the NBA is a, is preparing a massive story, you know, causing the Suns, you know, accusing the Suns owner, you know, of these things, you know, in this, and they have in a series of incidents, yeah. you know, so they're, they're, they're kind of doing an investigation, and they're going to put it out in a story, and the league believes that they have enough evidence to support their claims that can forcibly remove the owner of the Suns. Wow. Now, if you guys don't know, a couple of years ago about Donald Sterling. Don. Donald Sterling had a little side piece that was kind of getting chimmy with Magic Johnson, of all people. Oh. You know, she, got, she brought Magic Johnson through to the to the, to the the game, or maybe she sat next to him and gave him a little laughs, and he started hating. He didn't like that. And yeah. he got on the phone and was just, you know displaying his hate to her and she was like dang this guy's really hating hard let me go ahead and record this and she recorded it and she put it out she put it out and everybody saw him for the racist 
he she truly was, and he was forced to sell, you know, the Clippers. I believe Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers, right? Wow. Yeah, Steve Ballmer bought the Clippers. And um, this is a situation now, another situation, another, you know, rich, you know, rich white, you know, executive owner who's out here spilling the trifecta that a lot of them do. Mm. I mean, this is, we just had a situation with the Raiders coach, John Gruden. Like, this, you talked about the the boys club, right? Yeah, like good the good old boys the network. The good old boys network. Like, this is... This is becoming very. It, 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 this is occurring more and more. Yeah. You know the true sales are coming out. Now, of course, you know the the sons have released a statement denying the claims. You know, and the yeah, owner says states that the story is completely outrageous. You know, and false. But but the NBA is saying that look, we have evidence, and we're going to put this out. Who knows when it's going to get put out? That remains to be seen. But let me know what you think about the the, the WTF. I'm not surprised that? that there's racism in ownership of uh, sports leagues and sports teams. I'm not not surprised by it. Uh, I, I don't think that uh, people are able to really see the depths, you know, and like the true nature right. of some of these folks in positions of power. Mm -hmm. But every once in a while you get an exposure. And this is just one of those times, you know. Right. Um, I think uh, I think he should be reprimanded. I don't care if he loses a team. Somebody else gonna gonna get in that position and potentially abuse their authority, or abuse the their power, person, be right? the same person. But yeah, she was told Donald Sterling called her up. Yeah, and he was displaying to display his hate, and he was hating so hard. She was like, "Damn." <laughs> He's hating this hard. I need to record this man. And she recorded it and put it out there. And, you know, he was exposed for the true racist, you know, piece of shit that he is. And he had to sell his team. And I believe Stephen Ballmer, you know, a co-owner of or co-founder of Microsoft, went ahead and cashed out and bought that thing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's... Um, those attitudes are rampant, um, especially in old boys network. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, yeah. this is something that you know that is happening in the old boys network, and like you know, I always say, it was done in the dark. You know, comes to light, and um, this guy Robert Server, his dirt that he's done in the dark is is finally coming to light. It's a matter of time or when it's gonna come to light. You know. Yeah. So, uh, so let's get into the metaphysical moment. The metaphysical moment. You know, this is the. This is the time that, you know, you know, easy yeah. kind of takes all of our topics, you know, and try to give it that third eye, you know, perspective on it and try to give you an overstanding of the topic and see and let and let you guys feel where he thinks the true meaning is coming from. So go ahead, brother, let them know. Thank you for that intro, brother. That was dope. That was, was amazing. Love, Alright, so today's metaphysical moment. We talked a lot about some new changes and some agendas. I just want to ask people, are you contributing to the future or are you being selfish? Hmm. Now, this is deep, man. We talked about depopulation agendas, right? The, the Kissinger Memorandum 200 is evidence that governments are thinking about things like Population control. You know, Bill Gates had that infamous TED talk. Bill Gates is, you know, recognized as a 
quote-unquote world leader. Uh, but he had that infamous TED Talk 2010 where he specifically said that population is, is, uh, is the world's biggest crisis. And with uh, family planning, vaccinations, we can reduce that rate of population growth. Go check it out if you didn't hear. Uh, you know, don't believe me. But is eugenics still happening, right? Are people being selfish and wanting things for themselves? Or are you contributing for a future for everybody, right? Are you sharing the wealth or are you hoarding like the 1%? Uh, earlier, I made mention of uh, that statistic, CNBC. Um, gave me this statistic that said the world's wealthiest 10% on 89% of all the stocks in the market. Mm. Are you contributing to the future for everybody or are you being selfish? Right. right? Um, are you actually giving the future generations or just taking, only worried about yourself, right? I'm encouraging folks to get out of the selfish mode, the do as thou wilt kind of attitude and refocus on the needs of others. Um, I was led to an African proverb that says, a family in harmony will prosper and excel in everything. So I'm going to leave y'all with this, man. United we rise, divided we fall. If you only focus on yourself, on your own needs, your own desires, your own lifestyle, we'll continue to fall. We'll continue to be divided. We need to stop thinking about all the things that separate us and start thinking about the things that bring us together, the things that we share in common. Facts. You feel me? I don't care what group you from, what what set you bang, a lot of us is going through the same situation. Facts. You feel me? So with that, that's the metaphysical moment. We're going to close it out. Yes, sir. My brother. My brother. Let's man. go. Yeah. Another episode. Another this is Overstanding with Luck and Easy. Yay. You know what I mean? Again, Six Kings Entertainment. Yes, sir. You know, hit the subscribe button. You know, like, comment. <laughs> you know, I mean, just, just let us know how you feel. If you rock with us, let us know. Yeah. You know, th you know tell us what you think. Yeah, man. Bounce them ideas off of us and don't um, stop abusing that cash app. You feel me? Right. <laughs> right. Whenever it pops up, wherever it pops up. Yeah.